SBC is the only bank dedicated exclusively to entrepreneurs. That's why we're proud to support women entrepreneurs with the Thrive Podcast, providing startup women with the support and resources they need to start and grow their business. An award-winning entrepreneur, one of Canada's most powerful women, and Startup Canada's ambassador for women entrepreneurs. This is your host, Janice McDonald, for the Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network. You're listening to the Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, a show inspiring, connecting, and educating women entrepreneurs across Canada. On this show, we connect you with leading innovators, change makers, and organizations helping women to own it in entrepreneurship. The Thrive Podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community and voice for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. This podcast is presented in partnership with Business Development Bank of Canada, the only bank devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs. Make your way over to startupcan.ca forward slash podcasts to subscribe to the Thrive community and subscribe to listen to this podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. I'm your host, Janice McDonald, president of the Beacon Agency and Startup Canada's ambassador for women entrepreneurs. We're thrilled to have Laura Didick on the show today. Laura is Vice President, Alberta South, at the Business Development Bank of Canada, Canada's only financial institution devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs. Laura has worked with thousands of business owners throughout her more than 20 years at BDC. She's passionate about entrepreneurship and helping founders access the advice and capital they need to grow and succeed. In her current role, Laura is responsible for the operations of the bank in Southern Alberta, and she is also the national sponsor for the bank's Women Entrepreneur Initiative. We have so much to talk about. I'm very excited about our conversation today. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you. So let's begin with the key message you hope our listeners will take away from our conversation today. What is it that our listeners need to know? Well, our economies are stronger when we have more women owning and operating businesses in Canada. And BDC understands this. And our goal is to be at the forefront of the ecosystem, supporting the growth and success of women entrepreneurs, having work with um, many business partners through our leadership and our tailored advice and financial solutions. Okay, so... You've got all the answers and we've got a lot of questions and we're going to go for it. All right. So, okay. So for our new listeners, can you actually share with us how BDC supports women entrepreneurs? Like just as a starting point and sorry, and then we'll jump into how they can actually access all of these resources that are available. Sure. Well, as you mentioned uh, in the intro, BDC is the only bank in Canada dedicated exclusively to entrepreneurs. And what we do is we provide term financing and advisory services to businesses to help 
uh, them accelerate their growth and their success. So as far as uh, a start, I would recommend that they start with our website, bbc.ca. We have a wealth of free information there for any businesses, whether they're no matter what gender they are, but it's it's unbelievable how much free information is on there. And I can actually, Laura, I'll jump in. I can actually attest to that because I get a newsletter from you all the time telling me, you know, look this up, try this, uh, these incredible resources. So that's also something people can do, right? Sign up to have this like just land in your inbox. Absolutely. So not only do we have uh, free um, tools like how to write a web or how to write a, a business plan and things like that, but we also have like economic updates or um, transitioning your business or like monthly updates on some current events that are happening that are specifically applicable to business owners. So you can sign up for those and have them show up in your inbox. Um, and you can also go to our website at any time and it's constantly being updated. There's constantly being uh, new and improved tools put on it. Um, and we also have a section on our website. We have a number of sections, but I specifically for women entrepreneurs, we have a section called I am a women entrepreneur. And if you click on that, it highlights our solutions. It gives specific tips and advice. There's an area where you can click on it and, and you can, by clicking on it, it can see where you are and then put you in contact with a local representative, the closest representative with the bank. It also has links to some of our many partners that we work with, mm-hmm. and it has some uh, testimonials and highlights some uh, very successful women-owned businesses throughout Canada, which are always very inspirational to, to read. Okay, so I'm on the website right now, and just to give people a sense of the, the vast uh, information that's available, financing, advisory services, capital, articles and tools, and then obviously about and careers. So that's sort of the launch point, and then from there, you can go off in different directions. Absolutely. And if you look at down um, at the bottom, I think it's on the uh, left hand side. There's a it says I am and it says a, a women entrepreneur. It says I see an indigenous it. On- yeah, right. there so we go. Click on there. I'm clicking right now, going to the resources. <laughs> and you know what? This is an interesting point because what we hear a lot of the times is there is we know there's a sea of information available, but sometimes it's hard to know where to find the information that you need. And so here it is. You got to go, I am, and then decide what you are. So here it is. I am a woman entrepreneur. I am. And now is the time to scale up my business. And you're going to help me get there. I just found that out. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. And, and if you click on, and if there's something on there that you can't find yeah. or, or you, you're a little confused and you can see this section that, that has um, contact us, talk to someone in your area and it will link you to someone within your specific area and they can talk to you in person about, uh, about something that you need. But there's also an area in there that talks about current events, some events that are happening in your area. You can see an area with, uh, with our partners, some of our partners that gives a, a direct link into their websites. Can you give us a sense, Laura, of um, for our listeners, what kind of events do you run? And uh, like, are they do, do you pay to come? Do you have to register? Give us a sense of, you know, because that might be a nice first way. So now I've come to your website, I see that this doesn't have to be as scary as I might think it is, right? And mm-hmm. now I want to come to an event. So what kind of an events, you know, broadly speaking, are you offering? Of course, they're right across the country. But give us a sense of you know, it, yeah, it, so I guess depends. for women entrepreneurs in particular. 
It depends where you are in the country, obviously. And um, I mean, the, one of the things the bank is very, very involved in is we run in October of every year the um, we are um, the owner of the Small Business Week. Mm-hmm. And it's a celebration of uh, small business owners across the whole country and nationally. So we run a number of events, um, different events in every uh, city and town across the country. And that's always on our website. But as far as for women entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. What we have done is when we started to undergo this initiative um, almost three years ago, we were committed to um, supporting uh, specific programs, events, and initiatives focused on women entrepreneurs. So we have become a partner in some cases and a a sponsor of many uh, um, women-specific events. Like a couple weeks ago, I was just in Toronto and spoke at the We Connect conference. Mm -hmm. We are also a major sponsor of the Weeby Conference, mm-hmm. um, we are a sponsor and have um, and have spoken at the at uh, the FWE Conference, and so all across the country, Futurepreneur is a big uh, partner mm-hmm. of us. So there's a number of events that we will advertise as a partner and a sponsor that we like to do with partners. Mm-hmm. Well, and that makes sense because uh, we know that in particular for women entrepreneurs, partnership and collaboration are critical to their success. Mm-hmm. One very interesting um, thing that we do too is we are a, an excellent partner of uh, CPA Canada and the CPA Association throughout um, throughout the different provinces. So we have run a number. And do you want to just rec- say like I know what CPA is, but do you want to just say it so everybody, if they don't know oh, it's, CPA, it's Chartered mm-hmm. Professional Accountants in Canada. Sorry about that. That's okay. And uh, and what we do is um, we have we have uh, hosted with um, the Chartered Professional Accountants in in Canada a number of breakfasts throughout the country that focuses on financial literacy. So what we do is we invite um, clients or, or non-clients to come in. CPA will a CPA will come out and actually it's almost like a um, finance reading your financial statements 101. Well, mm-hmm. they will explain um, how to read your financial statements, some key indicators that you should be looking at, and it all focuses on financial literacy. So that's one example of something that we have run across the country and is and has really been successful has uh, a lot of people have really taken us up on that and has really found it very valuable. And I think what I, I heard, and I just want to underline it if I'm correct, it's client and non-client. Uh, absolutely. That can attend, right? So, yeah. so if you see that it's happening in your city and you're not necessarily working with BDC yet, but you think, wow, greater understanding of my numbers, I know is going to help my business. You're, you're inclusive and welcoming for women entrepreneurs to come out and as, as a way even to learn about BDC, I guess. Absolutely. I mean, we just want to support women entrepreneurs. We're hoping to be part of that in some in some way, mm-hmm. um, and and whether that is through financing, through advisory services, or just introducing them to other partners. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we want to do. Is we just want to support their growth and their success in in Canada, and that may be directly or that may in, be indirectly through one of our many partners. So you are the bank for entrepreneurs and uh, you have a special focus for women entrepreneurs. And we know uh, access to capital can be more challenging for women entrepreneurs and it's certainly on their minds. So given your expertise, can you share some advice for women founders who are seeking loans and investments to grow uh, and, and, you know, um, enhance their businesses? What, what do they need to know? 
Well, I would suggest that they understand the kind of capital that will best suit their needs. And it's not a um, one fits all model. Mm -hmm. It depends on their business. It depends on what exactly the stage that they're at in the business. Um, In some cases, um, uh, an equity partner may be the right choice. In other cases, it may be uh, debt and it it could be short term debt. It could be long term debt. And, And I also suggest that they look beyond the interest rate and consider the other items that may be important to them, again, depending on where they're at and what stage they're at in their business. And there's other things to consider. Um, A lot of entrepreneurs tend to focus just on the interest rate, but what you need to focus on are the terms and conditions for the financing, um, the repayment terms, the security, the the fees. Um, In some cases, you can get a principal um, more um, postponement. So you can, um, you know, you can postpone your principal payment if if you're growing very quickly that may be very important to you and but you may have to pay a little bit of a higher interest rate to get that so there's other things so what they really need to do is if they don't feel that they have the um, the financial acumen to really understand that then they need to and I and I Um, recommend this for all entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. in in all areas is really understand their strengths and weaknesses and surround themselves with people um, where they need to fill those gaps. And in this case, it would be, you know, a good, a good financial, a good accountant, um, a good advisor that can really look at um, what they're looking for and what best fits the the needs that they have at that time. So not to get too hung up on the interest rate, if we're hearing you correctly, because there may be other benefits Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, but yet, you know, one of the things we often hear from women entrepreneurs is they feel, whether it's accurate or not, that they, that the interest rate is sometimes, um, less favorable. That's a perception. I'm not saying it's a reality. I'm just saying it's a perception out there. So how do we overcome that to say, no, come on in. There's a, an important conversation to be had. How do we get around that? Well, I think it's education. I think that, um, I mean, women have, I mean, I th- generally, I think women tend to do their, they're very good at doing their homework. Mm-hmm. They're very good at collaborating. They're very good at, and you have to have all the information. So I think it's just educating them and understanding what the different aspects are. And it's very difficult for sometimes for some individuals that are getting into business because they tend to compare their, the debt in their business, like, you know, like their residential mortgage. And it's, and it's very different. And it's for very different reasons. And so sometimes I think it's just ignorance on their part and they just need to educate themselves, mm-hmm. ask lots of questions. And, uh, and there, is no, there is no dumb question. I mean, just to understand all the terms and conditions and not to get too hung up just on interest rate. Yes. Okay. So that's a great starting point. Go in, mm-hmm. have the conversation and really have the conversation before you need the money <laughs> too, right? Like start to develop a relationship with that financial partner. Is that what you like to see? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, mm-hmm. no doubt. So what are some of the most common questions BDC receives from women entrepreneurs about starting and growing a business? Um, well, m- you know, many women are looking, they are looking for capital, but they're also looking for advice. And that's something we don't talk about enough. Often we're just talking about the, the capital gap, but they're also looking for advice. Um, and often they just don't know where to go. And they sometimes don't have the financial knowledge or they don't have the network because they're very busy and they may not have the networks. There's not as many women in businesses and they just don't know where to go, um, how to raise capital, how to get advice on their business. And they often, I find that women on 
entrepreneurs especially, they're very open to advice. They crave it. Um, they like to have a mentor. They like to learn from others. And so I said that would be the biggest question is, is where and how do I get all that? And what do I encourage them to do is, is, is just to get out there and to start, as uh, Anne Whalen, one of our clients, says, you just have to show up. You have to show up at all these events. You have to shake a lot of hands and you have to ask a lot of questions and don't be afraid to. So inspiring advice, get out there (laughs) and start asking the questions. So, but what would be the common questions that, that, you know, is there sort of themed questions that you could um, give us some insight into? Well, I think it depends on where they're at, obviously, in their business journey. Um, you know, For a, startups, uh, let's say. A like, woman that's yeah. starting up a question, I think their number one thing is, you know, how do I write my business plan? Often women start a business um, for reasons that may be a little differently than men. So it may be that they they see a gap in the marketplace or they're very passionate about something um, mm-hmm. and and they see an opportunity. So they want to start a business, but they don't, they don't know anything else. They just see an opportunity and and they're passionate about it. And so many of the questions that we get for a startup is, you know, how do I write my business plan? Where do I get the money to start? That that foundation, that infrastructure, how do I get an accountant? How do I find a lawyer? Just all that sort of foundational work. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that we can help with. And and again, on our website with the business planning and everything is just um, just in, in helping them and pointing them in the right directions across Canada, there are the Women Enterprise Centers that are very, very helpful. And the Women's Enterprise Center give um, a lot of startup entrepreneurs that um, that hug they need. And uh, and I call, they not only give financing, but they give them mentoring and they give the advice, especially for very early stage companies. And so I often point them to the Women's Enterprise Centers across Canada. That's wonderful. And you mentioned Futurepreneur and they're another great resource if you're between 18 and 39. Absolutely. And so um, we're going to get your top advice in a bunch of different areas. Um, Why don't we start first with for women entrepreneurs who uh, want to manage their business? What what's your top advice for better managing your business? I think generally, and I mentioned it a little earlier, it's it's surrounding yourself with a strong network and with strong mentors. So, you know, they don't, they're not alone and they don't have to be alone. There's lots of associations, lots of organizations out there that want to support women and entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. and they just need to reach out for that support. They need to know themselves know your strengths, know your weaknesses, and then find the people that can fill the gaps that you have in your weaknesses and and entrust in them. Bring them into your business. I mean, be willing to pay for it because uh, you need to hone up those skills Mm -hmm. and, and trust them. Excellent. What about to increase your revenues? What, what's your top advice for women entrepreneurs who want to increase revenues? Well, again, I think I'm, I mentioned is it's show up. You know, you need to show up to the party, I guess. You need to shake a lot of hands. You need to sell yourself. You need to think big and um, and network. Ask for business. Don't be afraid to ask for business and uh, and take a chance on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. So would, would you say the same would be true in order um, to optimize your operations as well? 
Yeah, optimize your operations is is that be ambitious and dream big. Often women sell themselves a little short and they're, you know, they're not, you know, they always say that a woman won't apply for a job until they have every single qualification. Whereas a man, if, you know, he has one, he'll throw his name in the hat. <laughs> and so what I encourage women to do is, is be ambitious and dream big. Um, trust yourself and see how far your talent and your hard work can take you because I know that women entrepreneurs are very, um, they're, they're great business people, they're great leaders, they're great managers, and sometimes they just need to trust themselves and, and know that they can do it and, and have that confidence. Well, and I am aware that BDC has some amazing tools that would help people either manage their business or increase revenues or opt- optimize their operations. One of the ones I'm thinking about is your benchmarking. Yes. Yeah. So Can we you have talk again, about that because our- it's amazing. Yes, on our website, we have uh, a number of tools, but one is specifically for operations is we have a tool on our website where you can go on and you can, um, what it does is it measures yourself and your 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 company, not yourself, but your company and um, how profitable you are and revenue per employee compared to others in your industry. And it actually is pulling the data from CRA. So it's, it's data. Um, we have partnered with CRA. And so it's pulling all that information, the background information from, from the reporting that CRA has. And it compares you. It actually measures you up against others in your industry as far as how profitable you are how successful you are. And it's really, really good information. And you just have to put in a few numbers and free a charge. It, uh, it, it shows where you are in relation to everybody else in your industry. You know, this is the kind of information that can be so helpful for you to understand how you're doing in comparison to the rest of the industry. And there's a, a, a quick and easy tool. As you said, it's free. So this is, this is amazing that this kind of resource is available on your BDC website. Are there any other tools of that kind of, um, I mean, I know there's so much of value, but that you would like to highlight for our women entrepreneurs listening? Yeah, there's an there's a number of tools. One specifically is it's a tool um, that's also free of charge. It's called Measure What Matters, mm-hmm. and our Measure What Matters will will measure the your corporate social responsibility. The BDC is a B Corp, so mm-hmm. a beneficial corporation. We're the only bank in Canada that's a beneficial corporation, and we obviously encourage companies um, to be to be socially responsible. And uh, we have a um, a tool on the website that it's a, a question that you do that you input and it'll measure you as to um, where you are in relation to um, what a B Corp would be. And we're not necessarily suggesting that you become a B Corp, but it can measure um, how close you are and where you are and maybe give you uh, tips on on how to become more socially responsible because that's very important to people nowadays. And it's important for our listeners to understand that a a B Corp or a beneficial corporation is a, a different kind of corporate structure. So you have to you have to actually go and change your corporate structure in order to do so. And then it, the next step would be to actually evaluate yourself on a, on a regular basis. But the nice thing is you offer the ability, you're not saying you have to change your corporate structure. You could still just be 
socially responsible. Is that is that what you're absolutely? You're and there's Lauren? a lot, and there's a lot of companies that we call them. They they are B Corp ish, so they're not necessarily a B Corp. They haven't gone to that extent, and they don't necessarily need to or want to, but they're operating just like a B Corp. And do you want to share with our listeners what it really means to be a B Corp and and why BDC thinks this is important for it to be so? Well, and there's a lot of. Um, I mean, B Corp is is such an is, is it's so important, and I encourage people to go on our website and and to look at it. And there is actually a blog that was just recently put on our website. If you look on it, that it says how B Corps are trans are transforming corporate social responsibility, and what it is, it's companies that are that are that are making a profit, but are making are 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 operating not just. Um, with uh, a profit in mind, so um, they are they are public-minded entrepreneurs whose whose companies are are still making a profit, but they're doing it in a socially um, responsible manner. Some people might have heard it referred to as the triple bottom line. So people, profit, and planet. That you're keeping all of those things in mind. Sometimes they even hear, hear it referred to Laura as, as you know, uh, also including purpose. So four things that. Um, folks who kind of are oriented towards a B Corp approach, keep in mind. So people, profit, planet, and purpose. But generally, anyways, if you've heard that notion of triple bottom line, that's typically what people are talking about. And it's, it's quite a leadership place for BDC to be in. It's exciting. Yes, very important for us. And so and there's a number of companies throughout Canada and it's a real growing community. Yes. And we find a lot of women entrepreneurs are either B Corps or they're operating like B Corps in a very socially responsible manner. Cause it's just very important for women to do that. I think we're, we're finding there's a lot of crossover. Yeah, it seems to be, we, we hear a lot of the community minded approach of women entrepreneurs. So it's a, it's a natural fit for sure. So mm-hmm. one of the things we hear Laura is, um, sometimes uh, reluctance around coming into the bank for a variety of reasons from women entrepreneurs, either because they think it, you know, they're going to get turned down or they're not sure what they're supposed to bring or whatever. So can you demystify that a little bit for especially our startup women entrepreneurs, um, those, you know, making the appointment and coming in some things to keep in mind? Yeah, I think it's very important before they come in and talk to to any bank, I guess, if they're a startup, that they they do some homework. So they, you know, either use our tool or use there's there's numerous tools out there, but but get a good business plan in place. And a business plan is not something that you should be doing just for your bank, but it's something you're actually doing for yourself because it puts it puts you through the thought process and it puts pen to paper mm-hmm. in in putting down sort of you know where you want to go, what you want to do, what your vision is, um, who your potential competitors are, you know, what your capacity is. It kind of goes, takes you through the steps and do, does everything. Um, and, and also, you know, what you're going to need to get there from a financial standpoint and, and everything. And so they need to be well prepared in, in, in doing that and, and have that all thought out. And so there's a lot of homework. It's not just a good idea. There's a lot of homework um, that, that they can do. And there's a lot of tools out there um, that can help them. Um, again, like on our website, they can help them take them through that pro- thought process. I think they need to have very good financial advice and look for a financial partner. And that's one thing 
thing that that we can help them we can help them do and there's a number of organizations that can help them do that like futurepreneur and the women's enterprise centers um and uh and then go in and, and just have a talk with a bank and, and not again not to be embarrassed um you know we never we never get a stupid questions and just to talk it out and and to be bold you know what do they need what are they doing to be confident and and not to be afraid to ask questions and just because they get declined in one spot doesn't mean they will um, somewhere else so not to get discouraged I guess would be my other my other piece of advice and so sometimes it's just a timing thing you you're too early or you need to come back and hit a new milestone is that also what you yeah, see and if they Absolutely. And if they do, if they, if they, if they do get declined, I mean, from any, from any bank, just because they get declined by one doesn't mean they will get declined by all of them. It it could be just on where their risk threshold is at that time or what industry you're in or things like that. And, but I encourage them to ask why and what it would take um, to be able to get the financing they need. And, And sometimes it's just, you know, getting some more equity. It could be like, it could be a number of things, but at least they know and they're understanding it and they're learning at the, at the same time. Pretty important advice. Don't take no for an answer. Be bold and keep coming back, right? And ask the questions to get the information that you need. Like so, and I think this is really important, Laura, like for for all of our women entrepreneurs to understand that if if you did get a no, it's a no right now. And but find out why. Because then at least you have you're informed and you can take steps. So any other advice for women entrepreneurs? Uh, who are starting and growing their businesses here in Canada? Um, well, again, it's just you're not alone. There are a lot of, of tools and associations and people out there that are willing to help and that want to help from a mentoring and an education standpoint. And uh, and sometimes it's just hard to navigate through and find those individuals. But but to reach out, to reach out to us, to reach out to um, the number of organizations that, that I've mentioned today are on our website and uh, and surround themselves with good people. They, they are not alone. We all have an interest in seeing them succeed. We want to grow majority women-owned businesses in this country. And, and there's a, a number of organizations that want to, and we're all trying to work together to make that happen. And one of the things you mentioned, Laura, was mentorship. And so do you see a connection between business success and mentorship? Absolutely. There's absolutely no doubt about that. It's very important. So for and I think women are very are, are very open. I know that women are very open to mentorship. They they tend to listen to mentorship more often. I think maybe they're more self aware, and and that self awareness piece is always important, obviously. But especially when you're owning a business, you need to be very um, very aware and kind of do a, a self check of, of really what your strengths and really what your weaknesses are. So, Laura, clearly an expert on empowering women entrepreneurs. As we mentioned, she is responsible for the operations of the bank in southern Alberta. Also, it's very clear, the national sponsor for the bank's Women Entrepreneur Initiative. Laura, it has been wonderful to speak to you. Laura Didick, Business Development Bank of Canada, thank you so much for your conversation today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us this week on The Thrive Podcast, a show inspiring, connecting, and educating women entrepreneurs across Canada. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to find resources designed to support thriving women-owned businesses across Canada. And visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Rivers Corbett 
and to learn about the latest startup community news and events, like our popular startup chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Until next time, I'm Janice McDonald, leaving you now with a sneak peek of our next episode. This is Dan Kelly, President of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, and you're listening to the Thrive Podcast with Janice McDonald. Tell me this. um, We're interested, obviously, in women business owners, and we want to know about CFIB and specific programs or partnerships or initiatives, uh, resources that you have available for specifically to support women business owners. Sure. Absolutely. I'm sure I'm happy to talk about this. We have uh, right now about 12% of our members that are owned solely by by, uh, by a woman, another 21% where there's a combined business ownership between uh, a, a, a husband and wife, man and woman. Uh, so about uh, about a third of our membership as a female at the helm. And the reason why a lot of our services are so well targeted to female entrepreneurs is that uh, data shows that female uh, business, female-led business owners tend to be at this stage in the uh, in the economic cycle tend to be a bit smaller smaller uh, by headcount than their male-led counterparts and that I think a lot of a lot of female uh, businesses have been started up over the last number of just in the last number of years and as a result of that uh, they tend to be on average a little bit smaller uh, at this stage uh, than 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 businesses uh, run by men that sets them up incredibly well for participation in CFIB because everything that we do is targeted at small often micro-sized businesses and the self-employed the other things that you know we we do know that uh, that as female-led businesses though tend to have a better survival rate than male male-led businesses that all also lends itself well to CFIB. Most of our members have been around uh, for a little bit longer uh, because uh, they have resources that they can rely upon to help in terms of setting them up for success. Uh, 73% of our members say that, that we help them in increasing the, uh, the odds of their success as a business owner. 80% of our members have been around for over six years. Mm-hmm.